Welcome to the Tanya Burton Mini Podcast. Her goal is to help you permanently lose weight and enjoy the process. Here's Tanya Burton. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. So glad you are here today because it's a very important topic that we're going to discuss, and it's the number one factor to weight loss. I had a client meeting yesterday, and we're discussing her week like we normally do, and she had mentioned that she got a compliment from an employee today, and she is down 30 pounds, so that's very noticeable. So an employee came up to her and said, she's looking great. What are you doing? I need to lose weight. Tell me what diet you're on. And she looks at her, and she says, calorie deficit. I started laughing so hard because it's really that simple. It's not a matter of what's the next diet of trying to lose weight. What do I need to cut out to eliminate or increase eating? You know, either it's a protein or drinking more water or getting in more activity. The main factor to weight loss is being in a calorie deficit, meaning you have to eat less than what your body needs to lose weight. And I thought that was just hilarious. Like how simple is that calorie deficit? And it's so simple. It's hard for people to believe that. Like we're so used to being in pain and feeling deprived and starving when dieting just to lose weight. So for a simple answer of calorie deficit just seems unreal, but it's the truth. It's science. It's the way our bodies work. It's called law of thermodynamics. You know, Uh, calories in versus calories out. We're very lucky that our bodies uh, abide by this law. Yay. Um, So, you know, I tell everyone that walks in through my door when they get an in-body scan or a check-in, and I'm telling this to you now, you know, every diet just tricks you into eating less. And I'm over here, I'm gonna keep it sweet and simple. And I'm just telling you, eat less But eat whatever you want to eat because then it becomes sustainable, you're enjoying your meals, and all of a sudden, it doesn't feel like that pain of, I'm on a diet. You know, you're eating whatever you want, smaller portions probably, hopefully, for losing weight, but you're just going every single day enjoying what you want to eat, not something that you have to eat just to lose weight. And I want to explain uh, or talk about another example of how important it is to track your food to make sure you're in a calorie deficit. I was working with a client and he had stalled for like a week or two. It's very frustrating. I mean, if you're putting the time to plug in your food and weigh it and getting your activity in for the week and your water intake and that scale is not budging, it's super, super frustrating, right? Like, come on, you know, this is the time where most people give up. Luckily, when you have a coach and you talk to your problems, they help you with solutions to help you overcome this problem. So what was going on with my client? You know, he's doing everything. He's saying he's doing everything right. What's going on? But here's the thing. Sometimes we forget those little sneaky calories and we don't account for them. Meaning our creamer in our coffee or our sugar or our beverages like sweet tea or soda or juice or even our condiments. Condiments are just calorie sucking, like they're just awful. 
you know, like a serving of ranch, depending how much you use, can be two to 300 calories. That's a lot for ranch or barbecue sauce or mayo. And so, you know, looking at his week, you know, we're going over everything, you know, and there's a couple of questions I asked, but the first one is, are you sure you're plugging everything in? I know it's tedious. I know it's annoying. I know it's, you have to be so meticulous in making sure you're plugging everything in. But if we want to lose weight, right, that is the goal, then we have to be meticulous in making sure we are in a calorie deficit. And the only way to do that is making sure you're plugging everything in to your food tracker app. And after we're talking about his day and what he's consuming, he had mentioned, you know what, and it was like a a light bulb moment of, well, I drink about three cups of coffee a day, sometimes four, and I'm not counting my creamer and my sugar. So on average with this creamer and sugar, it's probably, and this is me lowballing it, but probably 100 calories a cup. So if he's having four cups of coffee minimum, that's 400 calories he's not accounting for. So if for him to be in a calorie deficit is 2,000 calories and he's eating 2,400, hello, you know, that's 400 extra. So, and that doesn't even count all the other stuff that he could have been eyeballing and guessing. Like, oh, that's probably a serving of ranch or a serving of cheese or, you know, I'm going to take a bite off my kid's plate or, you know, all those little things, they add up and it could be anywhere from an extra 500 to 1,000 calories. It's crazy how quickly those little calories can (laughs) really push you over the edge and now instead of a calorie deficit you're in a calorie surplus so I guess it's bulking season no I'm just kidding I'm kidding um (laughs) so as soon as he started plugging in his creamer and his sugar and I tell you what he actually started consuming less coffee because like it ain't worth it I'd rather chew my food than than drink it um boom scale started dropping and it was awesome so it's simple something as simple as that so a lot of times we say we're in a calorie deficit. My one question is, are you really? Are you plugging everything in from your beverages, your condiments? You're making sure you're weighing out everything and plugging it in correctly into your food tracker app. Um, and then my second point is, are you staying in a calorie deficit long enough to actually be in a calorie deficit? I mean, for your body to really catch up to you being in a calorie deficit can take up to 10 to 14 days consistently. So I... I stress that out a lot and everyone always quotes me, Tanya always says, be consistent, be consistent. It's probably annoying at this point. It's like insert eye roll, like, okay, Tanya, we know what you're saying. But it's so true. It's something that we need to hear and anytime we're upset with ourselves of why the scale isn't moving, we need to ask, "Um, well, how long have I been consistent? If it's only been three days or seven days, mm, not not enough time, give it a few more days. Does that make sense? I hope that does. So, and I wish somebody had told me in the very beginning, like, yes, Tanya, you're doing great Monday through Friday, but the problem is you're blowing it Friday night to Sunday, and so you went a good uh, five and a half days, you know, because I started eating everything Friday night, and blowing it and balancing out your calorie deficit, and now you really, maintenance-wise, you've consumed your calories for the week. You're not in a calorie deficit for a week, you're at maintenance, because you balanced out and consumed way more over the weekend. So what I highly suggest is be patient and be consistent, and make sure you are plugging everything in. 
that is so key to weight loss, okay? Number one, the number one factor will always be calorie deficit, regardless of what diet you're doing, regardless of what you're doing, you're losing weight because you're in a calorie deficit. And if you're not losing weight and you claim to be in a calorie deficit, I'm going to ask you, on a scale of 1 to 10, how accurate are you tracking? 10 being perfect. And if it's not a 10, if that's not your answer, if it's a 7 or an 8, then I'm going to challenge you to be more meticulous in your tracking. And number three, be more consistent in your tracking and be patient. I have a hard job because we live in a world of instant gratification and I cannot give that to my clients. I can't just help them lose 50 pounds overnight. But what I can do is help you not only lose it and enjoy it, but teach you and train you how to keep it off once you're done losing the weight. So we end yo-yo dieting. That is the goal. But there's some time, there's some training, there's some patience that is involved. So that is my helpful tip for you today, okay? Track everything, be meticulous, keep up with your activity and your water. I know that's a lot of people have that down and that's super, super awesome. But we have to be more religious in our tracking, even though it's not ideal and we'd rather eat than take her 10 seconds to wait out. You know, I've had a lot of people mention that to me of... Oh, I hate weighing out my food. And I go, I get it. I When I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I don't take the time and weigh every little thing out and plug it in and make sure it fits and make sure you know everything's lining up correctly because there are times where I'm like, well, uh, good thing I didn't eat that. Now I have to have half a serving, not a full serving because I'm going to go over. But I tell you what, and this is my thought process, and you can steal it if you need it, okay? When I think of weighing the food, and it's so painful because it's so annoying to do, I'm being real. But I think at the end result of, okay, you either weigh your food and know you're in a calorie deficit and you're going to hit a new low this week because of what you're doing right now and you're taking the time to do it. Or you can skip weighing, you can skip plugging it in, overeat, and continue being overweight and miserable with your body. And all of a sudden, the pain of weighing my food on a food scale is no longer as painful of hating the body that I'm living in. So if I have to give up 10 minutes of my day to plug in my food, make sure it fits, and weigh out my food, you better believe I'm going to do that. And I did that for a year. I dropped the 50 pounds, and I've kept it off. And it wasn't the end of the world that I had to wait 10 extra minutes or 5 extra minutes before consuming my meal. Great, I learned some discipline along the way. So I had to throw that in there because I've had a lot of people tell me that, and I tell you what, it's... It's so worth to just weigh your food out for just a moment to make sure you're on the right track. And that way we're not frustrated anymore when we're not losing weight. There are other factors to that. But we get into coaching when it comes to that. That is my helpful tip for you today on what to do. If you're struggling to lose weight in the first place, the answer is calorie deficit. And two, if you are in a calorie deficit, are you really? And check those three points of weighing everything out, being meticulous, and being patient. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this was helpful, feel free to share it with your friends or family, somebody that's struggling to lose weight. I'm always here to help and provide free information. If you have any questions along the way and you're struggling, reach out to me. I want to hear from you. Uh, My email is tanyaburton at thediadoc.com. So I look forward to hearing from you. Have an awesome, awesome, awesome day.